I did that like it was uh, like I was underwater and drowning. Topical. Welcome to a bad case oh, of loving who. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I had to. Def I definitely had to explain it. <laughs> um, welcome to a bad case of loving who, a podcast that belonged to my first witchfinder general Scotty, who saved my life, then later betrayed me, so I had him shot. I'm Thomas Medina, and I'm joined by my usual co-host. Together we. Uh, shall talk to the podcast listeners about the latest episode of Doctor Who, even if it means killing them all. It's Christopher Sternett. Hello. Remember, Scotty, he had a nice hat. A very big hat. I'm not sure it was big, but I don't know. Did you put a hole in it because you missed? Oh, yeah. Look, took a few shots. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, yes, the latest episode is The Witchfinders, and that's what we'll be talking about today. Um, it's written by Joy Wilkinson and directed by Sally Aprahamian. So, again, like uh, last week, um, no Chris Chibnall, well, not a massive Christian Chibnall influence on this episode, apart from him being the showrunner. <laughs> so, probably still a significant influence, but there you go. Oh. Um, IMDB says this is the synopsis. Arriving in 17th century Lancashire, the TARDIS team become embroiled in a rich in a in a rich trial in a witch trial. Not a rich trial. Um I think I have a funny tongue today. It's not saying exactly what I want it to say, but it will say things. Uh great. So we're back in history yet again, and well, let's start around the start of this episode. The first thing I want to talk about with you is that yet again, we start an episode with the time interference rules being introduced and then in about two minutes broken. <laughs> what do you make of that? Um, well, I've never really think it's been an issue before. Um, we don't. Yeah, they keep rules at the start of episodes in the past. Mm. So why do they keep bringing it up? And we know they're just gonna be broken anyway. So yeah, that's right. It was kind of funny at the start of this one when the doctor turns around and she's like, "Oh, remember the most important rule, the most important one: do not." change anything or interfere it's like what have you been doing all season doctor it's the same thing with um um punjab as well yeah yeah on our own history don't get involved <laughs> then you know exactly what's going to happen <laughs> um yeah and so then, of course, this episode, well, as well as that at the beginning, it kind of gets into the episode very quickly, I thought. This episode really doesn't have any baggage on the start or the end. It's really the whole TARDIS team are there and straight into the situation. And then at the end, 
as soon as they leave its episode over. Um, uh, I actually thought because of that sort of thing, it felt like a longer episode. Right, yep. A bit longer than the normal time. But yeah, yeah, that's totally possible. Maybe because, yeah, there was just slightly less variation in in the well, what was happening in the plot. Um, it was all just kind of one, more kind of one big block yeah. story. Yeah, and um, we'll talk about it later, but the cliffhanger, I thought the climax was with the Doctor about to be dunked underwater, but no, that was, mm. that was like, what was it, the end of Act 2 sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, something to, about that, that's right. Seemed to feel a bit longer. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we, we get into the witch trials. Um, and, well, it's all, you know, you know, good old classic witch trials. Good stuff. Uh, <laughs> very lovely. Uh, and... Well, I'll, I'll bring it up now. I thought, I don't know, the, the, the couple of times we see the, the witch dunkings in the lake in this episode, I don't know, I thought, I just kind of expected them to be a bit more dramatic and shocking, but I feel like maybe it was the editing or something. They were edited to not be quite as tense as I thought they could have been. And I, I wonder if that was an intentional thing, like maybe they were worried about it being too full on for a family show or something, but did you feel that at all? I didn't feel it at the time, but now that you mention it, yes. Mm. Um, I didn't, they weren't as, um, they certainly weren't as scary as they could have been. Yeah, right, like the, shots. the, the, elderly woman who's dunked first nanny or whatever we call her nan uh she was only under the water for about two seconds <laughs> yeah. and then was dead so yes she was old and then the doctor so. yeah <laughs> yeah um but yeah that was interesting because i guess knowing that this episode was called The Witch Finders and was about the witch trials, I had a lot of expectations coming into this episode, really. And so I was really excited for a lot of things that I thought were going to happen. And then maybe my expectations were a bit high because uh, overall I was, I found myself kind of over and over again a bit disappointed by how easily things played out. And I thought it was going to be so dramatic and tense with the doctor being tried for a witch and then uh, that was only just a tiny little part of the episode and kind of resolved itself um yeah what did you make of kind of the witch trials as the plot and the setting well the i don't feel they were explained enough but they could have been more going into um witches in general Mm. Yeah, that's true. Because we don't really get an impression of um, what she had actually done before. 
to mm. be like all the witch. We don't really see any magic or that sort of thing. Um, so for me, I was a bit. Um, I mean, it certainly says you're a witch, but it doesn't say how you're a witch. Sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, this all slightly makes me wonder what exactly did happen in the episode because it feels like it saved a lot of time and not, uh, you know, doing a lot of setup and and not explaining a lot of things in depth. But then, I don't know, not tons happens either, but it's still, it's a normal length full episode. <laughs> uh, I don't know, it's weird. Um, Where do you want to go next? I reckon the king is a good place to go next. Right. So, yeah, maybe somewhere that the episode does spend a lot of its time, which is is probably in quips and little jokes, <laughs> which uh, there's quite a lot of. And I guess most of those are around King James, played by Alan Cumming, who, who I really like as an actor as well. Um and he is totally hamming it up completely, isn't he? He is over the top. And oh, I love it. <laughs> it's, it's like uh, in this episode, we got both proper kind of monster villains, which we'll talk about soon, and like proper over the top kind of um, uh, medieval king acting. <laughs> so some, some classic stuff. So you enjoyed King James? Yeah. As the doctor says death by patronization. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's he's so extravagant. He's got what, does he have do you have a massive moustache, I think? And um... um I think it's a um a beard just on his chin. What's it called? Hmm. Well, he was uh, well ornamented and just looking Dude. fantastic and um, yes, delivering every single line as kind of <laughs> um, extravagantly as possible, which was just a really enjoyable to watch. Imagine someone like that becoming a companion for a few episodes. That would just be amazing. Oh, be brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's nice that as cartoonish as he was, he wasn't totally two-dimensional, I thought. He did have a few conversations with the Doctor where it was like, oh, he's got a little bit of depth and he might grow over the episode slightly and we don't hate him and everything. So it was nice. Um, but one of the key things he brings up is... um. I was saying it before the series with the Doctor now being a woman um, and how that would play out in situations where women are treated poorly and not regarded as people. Mm. Yeah, Just and this was... The dynamics of how that played out with King James taking Graham the leader. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and this was kind of the first episode we've seen where it, 
the doctor being a woman really impacted um i know her her standing in the in the story i think which is um interesting to see though i i thought they'd use it more like i kind of said before i thought it would be a bigger deal but um it was still a bit of a deal which yeah. has been known and um protagonist in a way it's easy to, to think that the doctor would be a witch or assumed to be a witch so mm. i think also the plot plays into that bit. yeah uh, and i also just thought you know it's all these little things i really thought there'd be a great moment where you know they're all standing around and the doctor whips out the sonic screwdriver and starts using it and they're they'll just look horrified um and it'd be this great dramatic moment which they kind of had but again it wasn't like it was just kind of done quickly and thrown aside which i don't know just a lot of this just didn't land for me in the way i thought it would hmm things could have done with this episode that just didn't quite do yeah so a lot of good things like well the oh. the setting as well like the location it looked it was really good looking uh wherever they were filming it was a cool yeah. place pendle hill what's that pendle hill i forget is that the place in the episode or a real place <laughs> or both uh, it's real place in england ah cool yeah and it was all nice and gloomy and hazy um very um 17th century Mm -hmm. yeah um shall we talk about the monsters so Uh, which monsters the Granny that isn't a granny. The tentacle yeah. <laughs> came up out of the mud. Oh, uh, true. Well, I guess, okay, so we've got these mud monsters. So, so what is it? So there's a mud monster under the lake, and that's got the tentacle? Uh, as far, And then it kind of went into some bodies, and that's how we get crazy granny. Is that right? Yes. Well, I think so, yeah. 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 <laughs> Great. And what did they want again? Oh, they wanted to take over the world or something. It was actually something quite grand. <laughs> um, yeah, but something... we realize all that much later in the episode. Yeah. Yeah, for most of it, they're just standing around increasingly looking a bit menacing. Um, menacing. But... The granny, who's not a granny anymore, I I just love her look because she's got this smile on her face. Right. <laughs> looks brilliant when she's holding the axe and has a smile. <laughs> not since that Matt Smith episode, uh, Amy's Choice, with all the old people sieging the house have... Have old people with an axe look so good? <laughs> um, 
yeah and then when the when we see kind of the monsters proper with the dark muddy faces and stuff um i thought that was a pretty cool look um a cool design actually pretty scary looking um yes so they still they don't do much but um they look cool they look cool (laughs) yeah um and also so then correct me if i'm wrong but the way we defeat them is just by setting them on fire Yes and no. So at the mm. end there, after they kidnap, sorry, after they kidnap King James, mm. they um, the fire doesn't defeat them, but the smoke from the tree, which is like alien tech, um, wards them off and keeps them at bay. Right. Okay. <laughs> Three harnesses that tree to make an actual lock, and then that's how they defeat them by relocking the tree, the prison. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that makes as much sense as it should. I think. Um. Okay. <laughs> It um it was just a yeah it felt like a pretty easy conclusion as well. Um, did you get that sense as well? Yeah, but um, it's yeah, it's funny because it felt so big and complicated, and mm. yet at the same time it was so um. Not dumbed down, but um, they had to um, compact it so much that it did feel overly simple. Feel. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Um, and then do you, I don't remember exactly how the episode ended. Can you remind me of that? Um. Oh, it ends with. Um, the doctor locking the key, which is the alien tree, mm. that relocks the prison on Pendle Hill, and all the the Morax, they go back into the prison, and then the Becca, the Becca Morak, stays out of prison, and King James sets on fire. And she explodes. <laughs> Great. And and then what happens again? Do we what? Do they just say and goodbye? They say goodbye by going to the TARDIS, and um, Graham quotes um, Tarantino with um, the passage in Ezekiel. And King James notices it's it notices Ezekiel and says that and then Graham says Tarantino and it's off because the actual thing quoted in Pulp Fiction is not Ezekiel. I looked it up 
Uh, what is it? Um, well, the Ezekiel 25, 17 verse is not what um, the character in Pulp Fiction says. Right, yeah. It's a much extended, dark version of um, Ezekiel 25. Mm -hmm. Okay, nice. Um, and then is that the end of the episode? Nothing happens there, does it? I don't think there's a scene in the TARDIS. Right, yeah. Nice. Okay, so yeah. Um, uh, as you just reminded me of one other uh, line I liked in the episode, actually, that um, uh, um, when the doctor says, uh, oh, I don't remember the line now. Well, this is good. <laughs> this is great podcast. Did you have any other favorite lines? Well, obviously, when the doctor talks about um, with the whole um, downplaying of doctor's role, um, there's a few lines there, like the patronizing to death and the... Um, Graham says, in fairness to King James, you are snooping. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, one more. I enjoyed Graham with the big hat, of course. It looked terrible on him, uh, but I'm glad he wore it the whole time. <laughs> Nubian prince. Aye. <laughs> and, um, Ryan's. Uh, oh, sorry, did I lose you or are you no. finished? James and Ryan's dynamic. Sorry, yeah, the dynamic was interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh yeah, this was the line I was trying to bring up. Um. Someone says, as King James has written in his new Bible, thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. And the doctor says, in the Old Testament, there's a twist in the sequel, love thy neighbor. Yes, I, I like that as well. Um, yeah, I actually looked that as well. Um, Exodus 22, 18 in King James, and thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. She's not out of context. So yeah, classic. This is becoming uh, a. Uh... Sorry, go for it. Yeah. Yes, I was going to say in the NLT, your living translation, it's translated as sorcery. Ah, uh -huh, right. This is becoming a Bible study Doctor Who podcast. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and I was um, looking at the verses around it, and it's more talking about, um, uh, and it's more talking about um, not loving God and um, turning away from God and doing things against God, mm. which 
in fairness to sound witchy. Sure, but it it doesn't necessarily mean kill everyone in your village. <laughs> yes, yes, there is definitely a twist in the um, New Testament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, um, another note about that, which I looked up, which craft is mentioned in the New Testament as well. Oh, uh, yeah? In what way? Again, it's in the context of um, don't be a witch or practice witchcraft. Right. Yes, instead okay. be loving and... I think it goes into the fruited spirit after that. Right. So it's not like it flipped on. <laughs> now everyone be witches. Just love their neighbor. <laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah, so some some good stuff in there that I enjoyed. Um, but uh, as an episode, I... I thought it was pretty all over the place and rambling and more about this plot that I didn't really uh, feel much and I didn't really care what was happening, unfortunately, a bit. Um, so just a fine episode for me. What about you? I wouldn't call it a favourite episode. It, um, it reminds me a bit of... Um, Robin Hood mm -hmm. from ups from season Robin. Oh, the time and the saying is cool, and they have a lot of um banter with that. But again, like I said before, it felt like they needed to compact it down, and that lost a lot of the flavor and vibe of the episode and character mm. exploration yeah yeah certainly on the same page um, I'm not sure what, that's it that's it that's the one yeah true a lot of similarities there that makes sense um nice any final thoughts before we call it a week um, let's think. Um, I think Yas and Ryan should get a hat. <laughs> but that, that's first. So, I have a crazy theory. A crazy theory? Yes. Right, is what is it? Crazy. So, um, um, most of the monsters, well, my theory relates to the Doctor. And my theory is that the Doctor will be imprisoned during the season finale, or someone will be imprisoned and never to return. And the reason mm. I think this is that we've had a lot of, um, is and um prisons mentioned so mm. in um the second episode the um 
the planet was basically a prison or a death trap. But the prisoners in the in the hill in this episode, um, and Rosa, the bad guy, was an escaped prisoner. Well, sorry, not escaped, but former prisoner. Mm-hmm. The um, the Batang is an escaped prisoner. They tried to contain him, but he just ate through it. Um, so there's a lot of prisoners in prisons, and I'm mm. thinking that might, might hint at something in the future. Excellent. So we need to, all right, we will look out for prisoners in the next two episodes. Do that. Look out for prisoners and for Graham being an alien. Those are our two big yes. things to look out for. Yeah. Especially if it's Graham in an alien prison as an alien. That'll be good. Um, yeah, so it's just two more episodes. Anything could happen. Um, the trailer for next week's episode was completely inscrutable as far as I could tell. I don't even remember what I saw or and I don't know what it's about at all. So that'll be exciting. And until then, until we meet again. Norway oops, or Denmark. Norway or Denmark or some other Nordic country. Uh, okay. Sweet. Um, until then, here to play us out is The Carrionite Swarm by Murray Gold from the Shakespeare Code episode. And here I'm going for that loose witch's connection. <laughs> uh, subscribe on iTunes or any other podcast app, YouTube too, Spotify, Pocket Casts, A Bad Case of Loving Who. Um, that is us for now, and Chris has the final word or words. Let's find the witch. Find <laughs> the witch, did you say? And the witch. <laughs> that surprised me a bit. <laughs> Usually you you don't seem sure what your final word will be yet, and this time it, I feel like I hadn't even finished, and you're like, burn the witch. <laughs> well, I was thinking about it the whole the whole outro for you. And I was thinking, nah, just keep it simple.